Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. A lot of headlines to catch up on here on Fox 2 News in the morning. First, though, we want to say good morning to you all, to all of you. Thank you so much for making us part of your day here on Fox 2 News in the morning. It is Sunday, August 13th, middle of August already. I'm Laura Simon. We do want to go ahead and check in with meteorologist Jamie Travers this morning who's not only tracking more rain chances, but Jamie, another threat of severe weather as well. Uh, yeah, I know we are tracking two rounds of rain and storms. The first one will impact maybe late morning into the afternoon hours, early to uh, mid afternoon. And then the second round will be this evening, probably after about 8 p.m. or so. And then that threat will continue into the overnight hours where we have the chance of all modes of severe weather with that second round. That one's looking to be the stronger of the two rounds right now. Let's go ahead though and check out the current temperature of where we are at at Lambert Airport. We are at 71 degrees winds out of the east southeast at seven miles per hour. Today we're going to have a lot of clouds around. You can see a temperature gradient from north to south, the 50s up to our north, the 60s and 70s down to our south. A warm front is going to be lifting across the area uh, here early or it's draped across the area this morning. So what we're going to see though, looking into this afternoon, clouds continuing to increase. You can already see a few of those clusters of storms that have developed uh, in the plains and are rolling east. So those are going to be spreading eastward over the course of the day. The chance for stronger storms with this first round this afternoon, early to mid late afternoon, that's going to be mainly across the Ozarks region and some of our southern counties. So uh, south central, southeastern Missouri, where that threat is a little bit higher. For St. Louis, there's a chance that we just mainly see showers for the course of the daytime hours. So increasing cloud cover through the morning hours into this afternoon. Temperatures climbing just into the low 80s. And then we are going to see those increasing rain chances a little bit later on. I'll show you that with Futurecast, both rounds actually with Futurecast. A little bit more on that severe threat coming up. Okay, Jamie, thanks so much. To our top stories this morning, a seven-year-old is killed in a head-on crash in St. Charles County. The Missouri State Highway Patrol reports the boy from Kansas City was riding with two adults in an SUV on I-70 West near Wentzville when someone driving the wrong way hit them around 3.30 in the morning Saturday. The boy died at a hospital. A 42-year-old man and woman in that same vehicle had minor and moderate injuries. The 24-year-old wrong-way driver was taken to a hospital as well, then later arrested for DWI. One person is dead meantime after a plane crash that happened near Verdon, Illinois. That's about an hour north of St. Louis. According to the Macoupin County Sheriff's Office, the pilot was the only victim and person on the plane. They have not released the pilot's name yet, but the NTSB and FAA are investigating the exact cause of this de deadly plane crash. It happened just before 9 on Saturday morning. As a new school year is about to get started, safety is on a lot of people's minds and police and fire departments across the bi-state want you to know they are always training for the worst case scenario.
This is video from a recent training exercise that happened at Wydown Middle School. It involved the Clayton Police and Fire Departments. Their objective to respond to an armed intruder or active shooter. Well, it's very, very realistic. We put them through uh, stressful scenarios, including uh, dispatching them. We have information coming to them. They have to analyze the information, uh, where they park, where they enter the school, uh, the noises. We're using simulated uh, gunfire. Um, and of course, the middle school is different from a high school. Every is. building's different. It is. It is. And that's why, you know, we, mo our officers went through the training at the high school last year. We wanted to make sure they're familiar with uh, the middle school now. The security coordinator for the Clayton School District also joined in on this important conversation and coming up at 10 a.m. on the Pulse of St. Louis right here on Fox 2, you'll hear about the steps they've taken to improve safety within the district this upcoming school year. Millions of Missourians could be paying more on electricity within the next few months or so. The Missouri Public Service Commission has moved forward with a new mandate on electric companies, which will lead to higher bills for customers. The more demand there is, the higher the cost. Because of that price determination, Amher, Missouri and Evergy are now required to use time of use rates. That's essentially the adjustment to the price you pay for electricity based on the time of day it is used. To give you a discount on how you, how much your energy is, all the other times of the day. But during these periods when it's more expensive, yeah, we're going to flow that cost through so you have an understanding of what it actually costs you. Starting in October, Evergy customers on the western side of the state will need to enroll in one of four state plans. If you do not select from one of those plans, you'll be automatically enrolled in the standard peak saver rate. In this case, the price of electricity will spike from $0.09 cents to $0.38 cents per kilowatt hour between the hours of 4 and 8 p.m. in the summer months. The third annual St. Charles Jewish Festival is taking place today. It's happening between 11 this morning and 2.30 this afternoon outside the Foundry Arts Center there. The event celebrates Jewish life and culture from around the world right there in St. Charles. The festival is organized by the Chabad Jewish uh, Center of St. Charles County and it serves an estimated 6,000 Jews who live right there in St. Charles County. There's been a lot of events going on this weekend. Overall, great times to get outside, but we still have to keep storm chances. I know. In our peripheral vision, Jamie. I know. I'm so tired of them, as I know I think a lot of our viewers are. It has been active since July 1st, end of June, really. Right, which I mean, I, I'm hoping this is getting us out of this drought we were yes. in, but I, I don't know if we're still in one. Um, you know, I haven't looked rain. at the latest data mm -hmm. because we've been busy with other things, right. but I know that it has been improving because we have seen so much rain. So drought conditions have improved. We've needed the rainfall. It would just be nice if it would be more of that a nice, slow soaking rain versus the convective rounds of storms and severe weather that we have had time and time again. Two rounds in the forecast for the next 24 hours, and then we're going to see, hopefully, knock on wood, a pattern shift, as long as nothing changes. Uh, let's go ahead, though, and we're going to show you Power Doppler, uh, how it looks out there right now. Our area is dry this morning, different from 24 hours ago at this time, where 
We were still dealing with some rain across the region, those strong storms coming through yesterday. Uh, but we have storms that have developed in the high plains, so anywhere really from uh, the Dakotas through Nebraska, Kansas, that's where they really developed, and now they're pushing into uh, Iowa, they're pushing into western, northwestern Missouri, and we also have a cluster of storms across southwestern Missouri in and around the Springfield area and points south. We've had a few warnings that I've seen here through the morning hours, but these are pushing east and will be spreading eastward across our state. Now we have uh, Innsbruck Resort in Warren County. That's where we're going to uh, see more, uh, we'll see some of that cloud cover starting to increase more uh, earlier from the west to the east. So that's Innsbruck Resort there, the 18th hole. And then we are going to see Perry County, Missouri. Uh, that is showing a nice clear sky at this hour. PwC Pennant Building at Ballpark Village. This is Bush Stadium where all is quiet at Bush Stadium. Uh, this morning the cards out of town. 71 degrees humidity, 78, 64 is that dew point pressure this hour is holding steady. Belleville, Eckert's Farm Camera, also a quiet morning. Temperature wise, anywhere from the upper 50s to the low 70s. So 70 at Bunker, Perryville, 73 at Rolla. That's where we are going to have a little bit more energy across the Ozarks down into our southern counties, southeastern Missouri, where we'll have a little bit more instability here through the daytime hours. But cloud cover, hopefully limiting that instability as clouds increase and thicken up from the west, those clouds out ahead of the storm. So future cast today showing temperatures climbing to the low 80s with more clouds and then that rain moving in. So here we are at lunchtime. Storms could potentially already be moving into some of our western counties and a few of those storms could be on the stronger side here through mid to late afternoon as those roll eastward across the state. Then we're going to see a secondary round potentially uh, beginning as early as 8 or 9 p.m. Futurecast does have a few scattered storms out behind that initial round and then a bigger uh, more widespread area of rain and storms moving moves in over the overnight hours. This focus looks to be mainly south of the I-70 corridor in Missouri and over into Illinois. As those storms move to the south and east, we could have damaging winds, large hail, localized, a heavy rainfall. So there's a locally heavy rainfall threat with that overnight tonight. And the tornado threat is not zero either with those storms. Now those storms should clear before the morning rush, so that's some good news. Then we'll have clearing skies gradually over the course of the day. It will be a cloudy and gloomy start to your Monday, but then gradual clearing. It will be cooler and windy, gusty winds out of the west or the west-northwest for tomorrow. So for the severe weather threat today, really the threat is highest just south and southwest of our viewing area. Does clip that level three, does clip parts of Reynolds. Phelps and Dent County. So that's what we're going to be watching uh, again for not only the first round this uh, afternoon, then also that second round late this evening into the overnight hours. So for today, about 83 degrees. We might not make it there depending upon the cloud cover, showers and storms overnight tonight down to 71. Strong storms will be possible along with some localized heavy rainfall and then windy tomorrow. Cooler look at Tuesday, Tuesday, 79 degrees. 
Wednesday a little bit warmer and sunny and that is what I want to see right now. A nice and quiet week. Temperatures seasonably hot again, but really not until the weekend. Laura. All right, Jamie, thanks so much. We will certainly take a quiet week after today, but we want to bring you another story we're following for you as a man has drowned after swimming at Rockford Beach over the weekend. Fox 2's Callista McTrician has been following the ongoing issues at that park, including crime, drownings and overcrowding. And Callista, what are you learning about this latest incident? Laura, we're learning this unidentified man was out here at Rockford Beach on the water tubing before he fatally drowned yesterday afternoon. Now, I want you guys to take a look at this. Last time we were out here in the morning reporting on a similar incident, these gates were closed. So we are seeing that there are some safety standards now being put into play. The biggest question now is what other safety standards were here going on during the time of the incident. Now we know the call for response came in around 3.30 p.m. yesterday afternoon. Rescue crews say when they arrived to Rockford Beach, they were informed a man was seen floating in the water, but then disappeared. Multiple boats and sonar equipment set out to search, recovering the body about an hour later. We're told he was found eight feet deep in the water near a strong current. That's where authorities tell me the water can be the most dangerous. This incident coming about a month after a 41-year-old also drowned from jumping off the bluff. Safety issues plaguing the park due to overcrowding as well as reckless behavior only adds to the difficulties of responding to rescues, authorities tell me. It's been closed several times in the last several months, and last time I spoke to officials, this is what they told me about the ongoing concerns here at the park. It's difficult to watch because we respond to a lot of the jumping accidents, people hitting the bottom. How shallow the water is um, makes it more likely that they might hit an underwater obstruction. Now, officials also told us recently that part of these new safety standards include having a sheriff's deputy out here during peak hours. Again, we are reaching out with questions as to whether or not that was the case yesterday afternoon. As we learn more on this situation, we will keep you guys updated. For now, live from Rockford Beach in Jefferson County, Callista Matrician, Fox 2 News.